our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Westchester, Pennsylvania is located very close to Pine Creek Gorge, also known as the Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania. It may not look too similar to the real Grand Canyon that's located in Arizona, but it's a very deep gorge that offers incredible views to travelers. Westchester, Pennsylvania was hosting a psychology conference on the week of October 21st, 1996. And this was the reason why Michael Malinowski was visiting the area for a few days. Michael was a clinical psychologist who'd started a small family with his wife and son, but he later divorced from his wife, with her taking custody of their son and leaving Michael alone. After graduating from college, Michael had begun a career as a mental health counselor at the Greater Trenton Community Mental Health Center. He was a vegetarian and was very particular about what he put into his body. He didn't drink or do anything else that would alter his mind and much preferred to live with a clear head. After his divorce, his family now lived in San Francisco, but Michael always kept in regular contact with his son and never missed one of their scheduled phone calls. Michael, on the other hand, lived on the opposite side of the country in Yardley, Pennsylvania where he lived alone and didn't have any sort of romantic relationship going on at the time. Michael had been attending the aforementioned psychology conference in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and it was heavily based on men's issues, but no one has ever clarified what this really entailed. We don't know if Michael was attending for his own good, or if he was simply attending so that he could learn more skills to help his patients. While staying in town for the conference, Michael had rented a room about 200 miles away at the Pine Tree Lodge near Gaines, Pennsylvania. Michael had apparently stayed at this lodge a few times in the past and knew the area quite well. He loved the nature that surrounded it and would travel to the nearby trails from time to time. The lodge had originally been built in the 1930s, and it doesn't seem that it had been updated much since then. The lodge was also surrounded by several thousand acres of forest and nature preserves, making it the perfect place to unwind and spend time in nature without having to rough it by staying in a tent or a camper. Each of the cabins had a covered porch with plenty of access to fishing spots, hunting areas, local festivals, and natural views that you couldn't even imagine. Michael checked into the lodge the same day that he arrived for the festival. He entered his room, set down his things, turned on the heater, and spent the night. The next day, he left the lodge to go do something, but he left all of his belongings behind, suggesting that he planned on coming back. A look at the lodge records shows that he had, in fact, paid for two nights. However, he never returned for his second night's stay. The following day, a cleanup worker entered the room and found that all of Michael's belongings had been left behind. Not knowing what to do about this, she contacted the police and asked for help. The officers collected his things and headed out in search of him. They found that his car wasn't located in the parking lot anymore, so the first step was to find his vehicle and hopefully Michael would still be nearby. 
On November 2, 1996, a Pennsylvania forestry worker found Michael's car, a 1995 Nissan Sentra, parked close to a trail access point at Barber Rock Overlook near the Pine Creek Gorge. What's interesting about this discovery was that police found that Michael's hiking boots were still in the car, suggesting that he didn't plan on being away from his vehicle for too long, nor did he plan on going very deep into the forest. Inside of his car, they found a box of half-eaten snacks, water, as well as his backpack with all of his supplies and his cell phone. Considering how bizarre this discovery was, the Tioga County Sheriff's Office immediately picked up the case and began a large-scale search for Michael. According to one of the officers who worked for the Sheriff's Department, their team had never had a case that remained fully unsolved. In every case that they had pursued, they'd either found a body or found the victim alive. Though, as they would soon learn, the case of Michael Malinowski would be much different. The search team used helicopters, canines, volunteers, and even trained search and rescue teams. In essence, they found nothing, not a single clue that would lead to where Michael had gone. There was a nearby overlook that was on a high cliff with a steep drop-off. One of the officers firmly believed that Michael had fallen down from the overlook, but when they searched the base of the cliff, they still found nothing. Many of the officers felt that since there was no trace of Michael, he may have staged his disappearance and fled to start a new life elsewhere. However, as far as I can tell, there'd be no reason for him to do this. By all means, Michael had nothing tying him down. Ever since his divorce, he had been living alone and had all the free time that he could imagine, outside of his job as a psychologist, that is. If he wanted to leave and start a new life, he could have done this with ease. There'd be no reason for him to stage a disappearance. Many investigators believe that there's more to the story than meets the eye, but they simply can't prove it. For one, Michael was known for being a very meticulous and organized person. However, his room at the lodge did not line up with any of his normal habits. His room was quite messy, according to the police. This could insinuate that Michael wasn't actually the one who had last visited his room that evening. Or it could suggest that something more serious was going on with Michael, and his mind was slipping away from him. Be it because he was under the influence of something, or under the influence of someone. Though it needs to be noted that despite these claims of his room being quite messy, others claim that his room was in perfectly acceptable condition. So take that information with a grain of salt. It's difficult to know who's correct here. Either way, the Pennsylvania State Police say that regardless of the state of his room, they had no reason to believe that foul play was at hand here. One of the experts has debated the theory that Michael had fled the area to start a new life, saying that Michael's friends had openly told officers that he had plans to move closer towards the West Coast quite soon so that he could spend more time with his 10-year-old son. If this is the case, it makes Michael's disappearance all the more strange. It's been over 20 years since Michael disappeared, and no further progress has been made in his case. No evidence has ever been found in the woods, nor was there any sign of Michael outside of his vehicle that had been parked near the forest reserve. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit the like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But my name is Ty Knotts, and I'll catch you guys in the next video. 
our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.